0: All right. Hey, welcome back to the Go for CEO channel where we bring you CEOs, founders, entrepreneurs, and guess what? Today we're bringing you an intrapreneur. And I've been telling you about this and we have a few videos on our channel and you know that we love to bring you people just with great insights and power behind them. You know, today this gentleman is going to answer the call for you. All right, Mr. Steve Luckenbach, I met him at a seminar recently, had a great speaking engagement with the organization that he was speaking at, and uh, just, I was blown away. I'm like, dude, I gotta, got to have you on my YouTube channel, on my podcast. So uh, welcome to the Gopher CEO channel, Steve. How are you? I'm well, John. Thank you so much for having me.
1: It was awesome. great encountering you after the presentation. I was particularly fired up right off the stage, and, and uh, so thank you for the invite.
0: Awesome, brother. Awesome. Well, look, uh, off camera here, we were talking about how do we deliver to the to the channel, to the gopher CEO community. And uh, I'm gonna have you go dive right into it, right? Uh, you know, answer the call. We got um, you know, why team We got steve luckenbach.com. What is going on? What what is the fire you have inside of your belly that as an entrepreneur you've been able to really do some dynamic things? Let's dive right into it.
1: I appreciate it, John. Yeah, as you and I were preparing for this time together, that, that you know, answering the call from within. I think any, no matter where you find yourself, you know, if you're entrenched in some corporate situation, you got this job that pays the bills, um, I think we all get called at some point, right? There's something that grabs us. Uh, if we have any kind of curiosity at all, we start to get a bit of dopamine when we get into these thoughts and areas of, hey, I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Hey, this is what I really enjoy. Uh, but a lot of people miss that call. A lot of people ignore the call because mm-hmm. they feel like they got to quit what they're doing. they got to completely leave uh, the corporate world that sort of, you know, as I said, pays the bills or maybe they like it so-so. Uh, but what I found over the course of my career, where there's a will, there's a way. I've been in the financial services industry for 35 years. Uh, I still am in the industry. I enjoy the work, but I just got a call to speak. I got, a, I, I got the calling to write. I got the calling to author. My audiences would come up and say, uh, when's your book coming out? And I'd be like, I'd laugh at first. And then they kept asking. And I was like, well, maybe there's supposed to be a book. And so it just sort of went from there. Uh, I, I wrote a weekly email to a lot of friends. They're like, hey, you ought to make it a blog. Uh, that happened about six years ago. And now we've got you know, you know, a few thousand members. And so it's just uh, to, to know that life's sort of calling you forth and listening to that and and answering the call is really rewarding it's a lot of fun
0: i love it i love it so so look you know a lot of times you you get a seed planted in your brain right and like you said you're not you're not listening to you're not listening to a little guy you know or gal talking to you on your on your shoulder right so what are some deep ways that someone can just take a step back you know start to listen to that seed inside you to that, to that person. What are some exercises that you did, or, or did you go seek counsel from someone that you thought maybe was a little bit wiser in certain areas? How, how did you develop that?
1: Uh, I, great question. First off, I'm a huge uh, advocate of coaches. If you can get somebody in your life, one of my favorite lines is you can't see the picture when you're in the frame. Hmm. So getting somebody outside to look at you and kind of give and, and, and give you honest feedback. Uh, but I would say more than anything that's propelled me forward is reading. I, I just, you know, the, the, as the saying goes, leaders are readers. And I um, love a great book. And I have a very curious mind. So I read on many different topics. And uh, a more recent read than I, that right now is The Art of Impossible by Stephen Kotler. The Art of Impossible. And mm-hmm. out of that book, uh, I came to the awareness just recently that the way the brain, the brain is a pattern recognizer. And so if you feed it, good stuff, right? If you feed it curious, interesting, if you feed it, it will find the patterns. It will make patterns in, in essence, creating new ideas, fresh ideas, because there's nobody else on earth like you. No one is reading the same books in the same order at the same time. And when your brain's making those connections, you, you do get that dopamine, that, that spice of life. And I think out of that, Uh, we start to get some callings, and we start to identify what we really love. And if we can answer that, um, I mean, I can't, I mean, it's hard for me to believe how, where, where it's taken me. I've speak, I've spoken in over 700 cities in the last uh, 17 years. And uh, if you told that kid sitting on the couch, I got a picture of me at like 18 years old, looking through the classifieds, trying to find a job. If I if I could sort of transported myself back to that moment uh, and said, "Hey, let me tell you what your future is going to be like," I would have been just it just—it's unbelievable. If you can answer, you know, feed that. But I would say reading at the top of the list, okay. um, and then shifting. One of the lines, one of the share I often share is RTP to reap the possibilities is an acronym: RTP—read, think, and partner. Um, if we can fuel the thinking and expand the thinking. You never want to arrive. I like to say the know-it-all rarely learns at all. So if you can feed the thinking mind, if you can, if you can maintain a critical thinking mind, which means you become critical of your own thoughts, uh, not critical of others, <laughs> critical of your own thoughts, uh, the, the expansion there is huge, just, just to stay humble that there's so much more to learn, so much more to know, and then P for partner, uh, things like this, this podcast and, and getting coaches and mentors in your life absolutely all day long you encounter any human being in your life that feeds you that that energizes you then get them in your calendar regularly say hey man can we meet weekly can we meet every couple of weeks and again like this podcast if you got a podcast that feeds the soul and feeds the spirit um it's not just our physical you know physical sustenance it's our energetic Mm -hmm. spiritual mental sustenance that we need and we need to attend to to what's going in so I said, I'm a, I'm a I speaker. And I, I joke that I'm not a very good listener. That's why I became a speaker, <laughs> but, but, but go
0: ahead. please. No, no. I, I love it. And, and I think it's really intuitive, right. Um, to have been reading this whole time, right. And giving yourself the knowledge. And then every once in a while you pluck out something that really kind of hits home. Right. So one, one thing that, you know, we talked about right at the beginning here is, you know, you don't have to leave corporate America. You could be in your job, right? So what are some ways that you teach people and that, that you notice, all right, well, hey, I'm, I'm at this pretty big firm. We're building something special, but there's this little calling. So then what were maybe two or three steps that you took to start to develop that entrepreneur and kind of, you know, some people call it side hustle, but it's really just that other passion that you may have?
1: Well, one of the ways you can test its strength is that you can do it simultaneously with the other job, mm-hmm. right? I mean, if it's truly calling you and it's strong enough, you'll find, you'll, you'll start to make that time. But yeah, I mean, early in the morning, uh, in the evening, I don't know what the structure of your current job is. Some people have a lot more freedom corporately. And so they, they have some time to step away and to record and think. Um, you know, if you've got your morning disciplines of training and working out, setting aside time to write, for example, and to contemplate, for me, I work out with a trainer. I've been working out with him for 17 years. I train with him a couple couple days a week. Mm-hmm. And I, I I block out an hour, at least an hour of writing right after that workout as a discipline. I make space for that. Um, I used to wait for the muse to show up and inspiration, but you can't always depend on that, you know. So the discipline of like, okay, I'm going to write within this hour. And the beauty of it right after a workout Right after workout, the dopamine's high. You're just really particularly fired up. I find it a great way to tap into to, to spirit, if you will. To I, I like that idea that in, that inspiration is to be in spirit, right? Mm-hmm. To be inspired is to be in in sort of that uh, that that ethos of enthusiasm. Ethos mean God, sort of that that special place where you you're particularly optimistic and fired up. So that's a great time to read and to write. Um, but I can't stress that enough. I would say that definitely reading has done that. I want to give you one insight here as you were talking. And the reason I was saying reading and, and experiencing other people, read, think, and partner, is that I remember hearing years ago from a man who, he was the president of the Speaker Association. Um, actually, he was actually president of Toastmasters at one point uh, nationwide. And I said to him, I had these these experiences where I had those sort of eureka moments right i have this sort of epiphany that would pop up and then i would read like a book i'd already read a few years ago and i would see that the epiphany was in there i was like I was like, okay that's where it came it actually came out from that book it has come out of nowhere and he said that it's written in the ancient text that the spirit brings to your remembrance but it can't bring to your remembrance if it's not there and so mm. i think it's cool i think it's important to circle back a lot of people i find don't read a lot of books, they're like, there's no way I'm going to remember them all. Right? But what's interesting, it's like, it's like uploading data and having more available. And then this, with that spirit of serving, for example, I call it the spirit of serving, as opposed to selling, for example, in the business, will bring to your remembrance. It's like It will bring to your, that spirit brings to your remembrance. So I call it your individual achievement reservoir. It is constantly pouring into this reservoir from which you will pull. So, you know, I'm never gonna remember that. It's like, just, you don't, you're not gonna consciously always remember it, but if you pour it in, if you have the discipline of pouring it in, and to answer your question, John, I think that's, that's done in structure, that's done in process. You know, when do you work out? What, what windows of opportunity can you make? Still do your day job, but work in some, some discipline formulas for building this other business. That may be your future, right? The other business sort of peaks and falls or moves on. It's also a great backup plan, right? A plan B or plan C, Mm -hmm. because you you never know if you don't have complete control of your destiny, right? I I think one of the reasons entrepreneurs love being entrepreneurs is they're their own boss, right? As -hmm. opposed to working for someone else. But that working for somebody else can afford you to develop yourself as your own CEO. And it's about setting that time aside in advance, I think.
0: Right. Such such huge nuggets, right? Uh, in go for ceo community, you just heard a little tiny masterclass there, right? Uh, of sharing with you, right? From reading to writing to then understanding how to really develop your plan and then put some time together, right? As an entrepreneur, um, you know, I affectionately have called myself for uh, many years. When I do work for a corporation outside of my own businesses, right? I have really said to myself, all right, how do I plant the seed to be able to then keep on growing that internally and externally. Right. So awesome stuff. So look, uh, I'd love to dive into uh, why team weekly and, and how you develop that and, and what it really means to the community that follows you, Steve. So uh, let's dive into that side. What, what is it doing? How is it helping the community and, and what, what else can we uh, gain from being a part of that, you know, weekly blog?
1: Thanks so much, John. Yes, it was uh it's been very rewarding to, to see the evolution of this, uh, again, sort of answering back to the theme of answering the call. Um, my speaking career really kicked off from a book titled Good to Great by Jim mm. Collins. Um, I started speaking professionally back in 2006. I was so inspired by this book. Um, I was working for a company that really was experiencing this sort of good to great um. It, it was happening in our profession. We, we were going from just being a regular company to being truly special. And I, I, I sensed that people were asking, why? Mm. why? Why are we having so much success? And I, and I thought it was important that we, that we identify why for us to maintain that success. And so I started speaking on that book. But in 2009, Jim Collins came out with a follow-up book called How the Mighty Fall. And for me, so many books that are written corporately for corporations, uh, I, I have a tendency to see how they apply to the individual. And I think this fits especially well with your podcast here as you talk about the CEO developing the individual. Mm-hmm. So again, so many are in, you know, good to great companies and here's what the corporation did. And, and I was like, okay, how does that come down to an individual level? And so his follow-up book in 2009 was titled How the Mighty Fall. And as he talked about how major corporations, very successful corporations fall, I could see the parallels of how individuals fall, how they have success in their life, and then they come to take it for granted. They come to put the profits before the people. And then, you know, it's it's interesting, character, the more character a person has, the, typically the more business they write, the more successful they get. But when they stop developing, they're are recognizing the, the character piece or they lose their humility what do we learn from the ancient text that pride goeth before the fall right and so mm. next thing you know they they forget their why and that's what that book was about it was about the companies that forgot their why die and what also what for me was that individuals who forget their why die they die in spirit they die in motivation they die in inspiration right maybe not physically uh, So I was like, okay, I don't want that to happen to my company. I don't want us to go, we've gone from good to great, and I don't want us to fall. And so how do I keep my company from falling? And I mean, corporate, you know, big corporations and the CEO and a a big, large corporation, especially if they're publicly traded and that kind of thing, they got their mind on what and how. They're all like what to do and how to do it, you know, what to sell and how to sell it. Rarely are they asking why. And every business, every business starts with a why every business serves you know be it a product or a service they're serving a customer and the customer loves what they're getting and therefore they get business so they all start with a why but at some point they can you know it's people before profits early on and then somewhere down the line that can get switched around anyway so i created the why team weekly back in 2009 just to keep my colleagues, those who were interested, and so inspired, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't call up senior manager. I, I just took the initiative because I was like, hey, they got their job. Maybe I'll do the why thing in the field. They can do the what and how thing in the mm-hmm. Ivory Tower, right? And so I started sending a weekly email. And it just, it just it grew in membership. You know, people would just hear about it. They'd come on board and we just talk about why we're here and why, you know, why do we matter beyond, you know features, benefits, and products, and all this other stuff. And then about a little over six years ago, a friend of mine said, well, Steve, I know you're in this regulated industry and all, but you're not really talking about the stock market or anything like that. Why don't you make it a public blog? And it turns out even members of the compliance department were on the Y team and they were like, yeah, yeah, you got approval, you can do that if you want. And so I started writing a weekly blog, and uh, it, it keeps me disciplined, you know, go back to that discipline. That's usually what I'm doing after my workouts is I'm writing these weekly blogs and I've got uh, I collaborate, wait, collaborate with a woman, Joanna Sullivan's her name. She, I collaborate with, she speaks five languages. She's from Romania. And I was like, I could use a little help with my grammar, so I think it's kind of funny that I turned to somebody from Romania to help me with my English. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but that's been collaborative, because she's given me the female perspective. She's also got that sort of European perspective, and, and together it's been a, a fantastic journey. In fact, uh, my third book is going to be a publication of these blogs, um, still working on how to organize that. My first book is Don't Believe Everything You Think, which is a parable. Um, worked with a professional writer. That was one of the most incredible creative experiences of my life. Uh, my second book is The Art of Why. So the parable sort of sets up the situation. It begs the question, you know, why? And then The Art of Why was uh, some specific answers or steps you can take. Both these books are available through Amazon. But uh, the third book I'm working on to write, again, is practically, is really written because it's these blogs. But The Y Team Weekly is, I like what you said about seed planting. No, we, we under, we underestimate the power of that. We want the harvest so quickly, Mm -hmm. but if we're, we have the discipline to hoe the rows and plant the seeds and then have faith, you know, again, you can, you can hear a bit of my spiritual approach, you know, that, that God or the universe, however you want to define it, is going to provide the rain and the, and the, and the wind. There's a, There's an old saying, again, going back to the ancient text, that those who focus on the wind will not sow, and those who focus on the clouds will not reap. Hmm. And I think that fits so beautifully in what we're dealing with today. I mean, there's always some sort of apocalypse du jour, you know, some soup of the day, that apocalypse of the day that we can use as excuses not to answer the call, not to plant the seed not to eventually harvest, but why Team Weekly? I, I, I'm very proud of, I'm just grateful to be a part of it. And I'm telling you, sometimes I finish writing it and I know I didn't write it. I mean, it just comes together like, wow, it was so cool. And when you know that kind of thing is possible through you, I think you want to open up more to that and find no matter where you find yourself in corporate America, whatever job you have, if you can be open to to some sort of calling. And I, and I got three kids, so I can, I can run through walls for them. So that's another thing too, when you focus on the serving, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to, you know, personal development, I'm a big fan of that, but that development comes from a, from an idea that I want to be the best I can be for my children. So I know that was a long answer to a short question, but why team weekly is my baby. And I am, am been privileged to, to give birth to it. And, um, and I'm excited because it's growing pretty fast. It's growing. Yeah. Cool.
0: I love it. I love it, man. So, you know, you, you've expressed uh, a few different topics right today and, and really super appreciative that you would take the time and, uh, you know, you came off stage, we kind of connected. And and like you said, the energy was kind of mutual, right? Uh, I, I felt it and we exchanged numbers and, and here we are. So, you know, it. it the entrepreneur spirit is something that, you know, I think in the Gopher CEO community, it, it truly is not just necessarily about being a CEO of a company, right? But the CEO of your life, right? Uh, and obviously as a spiritual person, we know that there is a true CEO, right, uh, of of our life. But, you know, a lot of people don't own their life and they feel like there's this struggle, right, between like, how do I take control? But, uh, you know, I serve this and I serve that, right? I, I have five Fs, right? faith, family, fitness, finance, and fun. Those are the kind of five Fs that we've established. And, and I you know, I borrowed it from someone else, right? And, and learned that from someone else. But um, my wife and I look at that and I, I go, okay, like this year, what kind of fun are we going to have? This year, what are some family events that we could do? This year, what kind of faith can we grow into? This year, where's our, our fitness, right? All that type of stuff. So it's really interesting that You know, if most people are in a corporate America or small business job as an employee, how can we take that CEO mindset that that you know why team weekly mindset and implement it and obviously most people have to want to do it right Uh, and have that desire but it's really, uh, really, really cool. So um, thank you for sharing that. And we'll definitely obviously put the links to Y team weekly and go for CEO community, you know, please subscribe to that. I mean, how cool would it be to be able to have a weekly message and just kind of start to build and harvest, right? They always say, um, what is it? An overnight success is about 20, 30, 40 years in the making, <laughs> yeah, right. you know? So it's, uh, it's an incredible journey, but so it, look, we love to end our, our our interviews with CEO, which is it's a business uh, scenario, but you know, from building your Y team weekly internally to to having you know uh, vendors and people and you know even the website that you run, all that type of stuff. There's people that you're always going to interact with, right? So the C is client experience, which could be. Your subscribers to Y Team Weekly, the things that you do, you know, stephenluckenbach.com, um, you know, those types of things. E is for engagement. Uh, how do we engage with our vendors, with our suppliers, with people that we do business with, with clients, all that type of stuff, people that work with us or for us. And then O is for operations. So that's the CEO, client experience, engagement, and operations. So from a very high level, what would you say is kind of like a, a a nuggets, a couple of nuggets you could share with client experience and how people you know maybe uh, a couple of things that say, Hey, when they re- register for white Team weekly, what's the experience they're going to get from that, or how do you see that excellent, thank you
1: uh, so what comes to mind when you share this is uh, leaders go first. I just love that simple awareness that leaders go first, and you can only lead somebody someone as far as you have gone yourself. And mm-hmm. so there's that constant challenge to grow individually. And I, so going, going back to your point about ownership, a few things came to mind as you were finishing up, and I know you're asking for the high level here. I would say collaboration. You know, it was uh, Walt Disney. Walt Disney said that he probably would have ended up in jail if it weren't for his brother, Roy Disney. So R- Walt was that visionary, right? He was the, the one who saw the potential of cartoons and that kind of thing. But without a Roy, there wouldn't be a Disney World. And you'll find that a lot in corporate America, but you'll see that there is that sort of the innovator on the front, the one with the ideas, the one that's uh, pulling that stuff from, from their experiences. But you've got to, I think it's so important that you collaborate with other people that may be more analytical, more, you know, uh, they, that's just their strength, right? You know, those ones that enjoy the spreadsheet or the, you know, that's definitely not me. I would say that that right at the top that none of this would be possible if I hadn't collaborated with people. Like I I knew that really a professional speaker, that's really the skill set that I've developed over 20 years. But you know what's that mean from a writing standpoint? Now the writing developed through the discipline of writing the blog. I remember when I first started writing the blog, a buddy of mine sent me a book on grammar and sentence (laughs) construction. Right, (laughs) And, and so. And I was like, okay, yeah, I just jumped in. It just jumped in. He's like, hey, it's, it's a good message. It's a little hard to read because the way you write. And so that's what ended up when I ended up partnering, collaborating with Ioana to sort of, hey, I need another set of eyes on this thing, right? And then I had another woman I was working with that was actually pulling the photos and posting. And, and so, you know, that's really huge. You know, what is my unique ability at Dan Sullivan's? coach out of chicago and he says what is your unique ability and it's that one thing that you cannot delegate but if you can delegate everything else do it so really drilling in on what that is I, i would say this extreme ownership idea too from an entrepreneur standpoint is that even though you have an employer technically you are the ceo like you said ceo of your life how are you conducting your life how are you uh, how are you feeding yourself spiritually and mentally? I love this faith family fitness fun by the way, that reminds me of the big rock concepts you know that that that's that's really helped me as well too you think about a container or a jar 2023 good timing here for this is is essentially a container you got to get the big rocks in first right if you yeah. allow it to get filled with pebbles and you're not going to be able to get that big stuff in and and so that's been crucial too is you know it's a big rock that I stop and write at least once a week for a full hour after a workout. You know, It's a big rock that I get in with family time and that kind of thing. Get those big rocks loaded, lay them out in the calendar. But I think essentially from a high level question from a corporate standpoint, I think it's all about together we're better. It's about collaboration. Find somebody else who is interested in your mission, can come along and then they bring something like a Roy Disney brought to to Walt. That's probably my best advice there.
0: I love it. I love it. So, you know, E is for engagement. So when you kind of uh, parlay what you just shared from the client experience and kind of putting that all together, as far as engagement, why do you think people, I guess, engage with you? What, what would you say is a nugget that you've been able to develop of of why to and, and I'll give an example. Right. This morning I was waiting for the meeting that we had uh, for breakfast and instead of just sitting there doing nothing or being on on you know boob tube or something like that on on social media what i do is i take any free time and i'll text people and i'll just look through my text or look through my contacts and if i haven't seen that i've touched you in the last three months i'll send hey i'm thinking about you hope all is well hope you're having a great 2023 and it's simple so that helps And I've learned that, that it helps other people to be like, oh, that guy was thinking about, oh, John, you know, maybe I haven't thought about John in six months, but all of a sudden you just sent me a text, right? So what would you say is a way that people engage with you and why people want to engage with you? Well,
1: think about, John, think about what motivates you to do that. You know, you go Mm -hmm. through, you see their name. Okay, this goes back to why. I I think engagement, depending on what your why is, right? Hmm. If your why is to sell, engagement's going to diminish. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, you might have it high, but you're not going to a lot of people want to engage with you if you're just out to get right? But if you're serving, if you're in it's like, hey, I know that texting this person I haven't talked to in, in a couple of months is probably going to lift them in some way. It's probably going to, you know, hey, John, I haven't talked to you a while. Hope you and the family are doing great. What a loving, giving, you know, instead of you just flipping through Instagram, right? You go... Again, that's a self-discipline of serving. Your why is to make the world a better place. My mother really entrenched that in me. Can you make every human, it's sort of a a hobby or a a goal is, can you make every human encounter, every person you encounter a little better for having encountered Mm you, right? Just that smile to the cashier or whatever it may be. But I think the engagement, what's really crucial, of course, you'd expect me to say this is, you know, from the Y team and, and the Y guy, so to speak, is is it's about your why, right? Okay. If 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 you're out for yourself, is going to be, your your success is going to be arm's length because it's about you. But when you're out to to make a difference in the world, it's a limitless potential that comes from there. And so, uh, from an engagement set, I think people feel that from stage. When I get on stage, I I, I sort of disappear and I'm gone because. In the early part of my career, I had to pay attention to how I presented. You know, it's like playing a guitar. You got to pay attention to where your fingers are. But you're never going to play great music focusing on the strings. You got to focus on the people that you want to entertain and that you want to serve. And so from stage, I'm so full-on passionate about helping people break through their boundaries and I think that shows up in my in my writing as well. They can feel it. And they can also, it's not so sort of this you think, it's a we thing. We're all on this journey together. How can we become better? And I'll close with this, this line here. When you seek to light the path of another, you can't help but seek, or you can't help but light your own path. When you hmm. seek to light the path of another, you can't help but light your own path. I just find that that giving, loving, serving, even if your grammar's terrible, you know, just get out there because. you know it's its own reward it has a spirit people know they're reading and they're like hey you know he doesn't he he needs to work on his grammar but (laughs) and and it's been cleaned up but he's like hey this guy seems to really care about me he really wants something from me and uh yeah oh my gosh and i i i I don't want to let my 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 members down i work really hard to put good content out there but i I would say that why the why is is key to great engagement
0: that's awesome. That's super fair and, and really uh, comes back to the right, the grounding foundation of kind of how you've built your enterprise and your mindset. So last one is operations, right? And, and it gets a little technical, right? And operations just really like, you know, you just said one operating rhythm that you have is after you work out, you take an hour, you write, and that contributes to your weekly blog. So what are some things that you would say that you've seen success in when you think about operations as an entrepreneur and the entrepreneurial side of what you do?
1: So I'll give you a quote that I think is rocket fuel. I'm known for saying that. I grew up in Huntsville, Alabama, as a kid, so I was right there around the rockets, the first man on the moon, and all of that. So uh, I think it's uh, I think it's absolute rocket fuel to um, to have I lost my train of thought. I started thinking about the rockets and the moon. <laughs> <That> was- <laughs> <laughs> so your question about operations, I. oh i think it's so voltaire voltaire said this This is the rocket fuel quote uh voltaire said perfect is the enemy of good Hmm. perfect is the enemy of good so many times i see people they're not even good because Mm -hmm. they're trying to be perfect They're, they're 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 not taking any positive action at all i would say just jump in but when when i realized people were too busy to read my blog I was like man I think they could benefit from an audio it's like I I think they would listen and I had some people say hey could you do an audio I just grabbed my phone and recorded the audio I just hit record I know you you've had your own journey here and I was like wait there's a lot of background noise and I literally put a blanket over my head that was that's how I recorded the audio you just gotta go I would say just go just jump in we learn how to swim when we do that You know, and I think with a strong why to serve others. So I think operations develop, solid operations develop out Mm. of the the go. I mean, now I've got a more professional setup for my recordings and I've got, you know, that comes with time, but just get in there. Uh, We get so focused on the journey of a thousand miles. We don't even take a step. So we got to, we just got to celebrate those individual steps that I think develops operations. But again, get yourself a Roy Disney, again work in the systems you want to accomplish anything build a process for its accomplishment not just wishful thinking but okay i'm going to do this on monday tuesday wednesday i'm going to you know and then get people that you can enter into accountability relationships and and then you'll find the technology i mean that where there's a will there's a way um i'm pretty excited about my third book i'm starting to notice here i'm just going to have to hire somebody to pull this thing together because I, i i just my own schedule so again you, you jump in, you're like, okay, I got to do something different, or it's not going to manifest, right? So, I don't know. Hope that answers your question.
0: No, I love it. I love it. You know, I mean, obviously, we we, we all know that acronym. If you've kind of been around, right? System, right? Save yourself time, money, and energy, right? Uh, or save something. yourself time, energy, and money. Sorry, uh, it. but it, it's uh, it's interesting, right? To to just you know operationally, I I, I think you're so correct. And go for CEO community. If you just listen to that last 45 seconds right? If you've gotten anything out of this message, do something next. Don't worry about the perfect Excel spreadsheet or the the whatever, you know, uh, you, you know where the box is going to go when you get that order from Amazon and, you know, or Etsy or whatever you do, right? Uh, you know, all that type of stuff. Just do it and then start to perfect those systems and processes. Well, yeah. Steve, uh, you know, phenomenal time. Thank you so much for everything that you go just well. shared with our community. You know, we'd love to obviously make sure that people uh, subscribe to, uh, you know, the Why Week, uh, I'm sorry, wait, y Team Weekly, uh, com, and then obviously com. So share with them just any other ways that you like to communicate with your audience or how people can book you possibly for speaking, all that type of stuff.
1: So if you're interested in booking, you can just, you go to the website, luckenbachcom Last name is L-U-C-K-E-N-B-A-C-H. And we can maybe even do something like a Zoom or a podcast, whatever you might like to do. Um, But the Y Team Weekly is the way that I I hope to serve the most in in regular weekly engagement. Uh, And that's just go to yteamweekly.com, all written out, W-H-Y-T-E-A-M weekly, W-E-E-K-L-Y.com. You just put in your first last name and your email address. Doesn't cost anything uh, other than a bit of your time, but hopefully you'll find that uh, worth the investment. Uh, it would be a privilege and a, and a pleasure to, to share my journey and, and all that I'm seeking to learn. I have many coaches in my life. I'm constantly investing in myself. I started rock climbing in 2016. tanzania you know, summit at Kilimanjaro in 18. I climbed a glacier and I mean, and I'm not even an adrenaline junkie, but I knew there were things to be learned out in adventure that I couldn't learn any other way. And there was, again, the, the calling to serve my members calls me to higher ground, literally. <laughs> so um, I would love to have you as a member if, if you're so inspired. And uh, John, thank you for this opportunity to, to get a little fired up today on the Saturday. And I, I know we're recording this on a Saturday. And, um, and I love your insights too, man. I was taking a ton of notes, man. So I, I love what you've done here. Well done uh, with your community. So thanks for letting me be a part of it.
0: No, likewise, likewise, and you know, at the Go For CEO community, it's sometimes a struggle, but we we fight to get you on, you know, get you back on six, twelve, eighteen months later, you know, because we want to build a, a tribe around, you know, people knowing who Steve Luckenbach is. Obviously, already the accolades that you've produced in your life and all that stuff. So, thanks so much, Steve, and Go For CEO community. By the way, if you aren't a subscriber, I always uh, try to get this part in right. Become a subscriber of the YouTube channel. Help me to grow this. Community. We've been on the YouTube uh, active for the last couple of years. We've brought you over 100 plus videos of CEOs, founders, entrepreneurs, and it's not the biggest names in the world. Right. But it's the people that are making true impacts in communities around the world. We've had people from Ireland, from Australia, from the United States, from many different walks of life. And as you heard, Steve, today, what an incredible vision to be an entrepreneur inside of an entrepreneur.